Hello, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. My name is Akaimi McCoy, and I am your host, and this is The Christian Therapist. Today, I just want to remind you that anything that I share on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. Everything that I do share is for educational purposes only. All right, sit back and relax and enjoy this episode. Have you ever reached out to somebody and asked them to do something for you and maybe you did it through a text or you left a voicemail and they didn't respond to you and they didn't respond to you in enough time for you to actually get what you needed at the time that you needed it. So you may request, hey, can you do this thing for me? And you send it through a text and minutes or hours go by and they don't respond. Do you find yourself, because they haven't responded, getting very upset and very irritated by their lack of response? And even after a while, when they haven't responded to you, you may end up sending another message, you know, of anger, you know, or disappointment or frustration because they didn't respond to you, especially for the fact that whatever it is you needed them to do is um, coming closer and closer for you having to get it done. So you find yourself being really upset with them. And so the next message you send them is usually probably negative. All right, forget it then. You don't have to do it. You know, you could have just least answered me. Well, I have found that in many occasions, I have requested something from somebody and I had this expectation that they would willingly want to do it for me. And the reason is, is because the center of my focus was really me. I was the center of my focus and getting my needs met was all that mattered. It didn't even occur to me that the request that I was making was probably going to be um, something that they couldn't do or they didn't have time to do or they may have already had other plans for something else and they didn't respond because maybe they didn't want to hurt my feelings or maybe they might have even been upset that I even had the nerve to ask them without even giving asking a question of whether or not they could do it. I understand that very well. And I have found that even recently that I have requested some service or requested something from someone and they didn't respond or they didn't respond the way I wanted them to respond. And I found myself getting so mad and so upset. And in my head, I was thinking things like, man, they could have at least just responded and said no if they didn't want to do it. Or, you know what, I've done so much for them. And I can't even understand why they wouldn't do this for me or this thing of they just got unforgiveness in their heart and they need to be more like me. I mean, I have gone through a lot of back and forth in my own head because of how I believe they should have responded to me. I was at the center of all of that and to the point where I felt like, okay, when they do respond, I'm not going to say nothing to them or I'm going to avoid them. I mean, 
I'll go through, I'll go through a lot of changes because my needs were not met or I feel like my needs were not met or I was ignored or not considered first as a priority. Well, a lot of us do that. We're always looking to see what we can get from other people without even beginning to think of what what it might cost for them to do it. We're not even really concerned about why they can't or why they chose not to respond. We're not concerned about that. And that kind of gets in the in the way of a relationship or a healthy relationship with other people because we're always you know, connecting to them because we want something from them. And I know that sometimes when I request things from people, it might even be from somebody that I haven't even connected with in a while by phone, socially or whatever. I haven't even, you know, asked how they were doing or what they might've been going through. I may have just come out the blue with a request with this expectation that they should meet my request when I've not even considered them at all. Well, this is a lesson that I'm learning more and more about how to take myself out of the center. We never seem to remember at the time that we're requesting something, we never seem to remember, you know, how somebody else can be affected by what we're requesting from them. And I know this is not, and I know I said the word never, but I, I'm sure that it's, that's not the case. It's not never, you know, we may consider people's feelings, you know, at times, but the majority of the time, some of us, meaning myself included, um, may not consider other people first when we're requesting things from them. So what would it look like if before we um, call someone, text someone, or, you know, interact with someone, we think more about them and what they might be dealing with at the time, as opposed to us. And maybe it may require us to start finding ways to meet our own needs or have God meet the needs for us. What if we put God at the center of our circle. See, that's what I'm learning about myself is most of the time I am in the center of my circle. Everything is about me. God is not the center. But if he was the center of all of the things, um, I'm sorry, of my life, if he was the center of my life, my focus and my target would be in serving him pleasing him, serving others, pleasing others. God, if God is at the center, he's going to take care of all of my needs. If I'm focused on him, he knows what I stand in need of. So he's going to take care of those things for me. If I would just remember who's at the center, who's in the center of my circle. Is he the center or am I the center? Or is somebody else the center of my, of my circle? I mean, we can do that too. We can put um, our spouses, our partners, our children, our coworkers, our colleagues, our friends, we can put them in the center. And then that is not the right life for us either because we're putting somebody else in a place that only God should be in. 
So if you put God at the center, he'll draw all men unto himself. He'll draw us to himself if he is our focus, if he is our center and we will get our needs met. But, you know, I understand that we got so much happening in our life that that is so difficult for us to do because who's in the center? We are or something else is. And we can't serve somebody else in that center. We can't serve them because if we do, if we're if they're the center of our focus and God is not at the center of our focus, then trust and believe we'll have more frustrations in our lives, more irritations, more unrealistic expectation of other people that we're not going to get our needs met. We're not going to ever be satisfied and we're going to find ourselves more frustrated with our lives and our life's purpose than ever. I know I have been behaving in a way, especially this past week with these selfish desires and selfish expectations and my self-centeredness and it has been causing me some distress. But once I realized what it was I was doing, I quickly, I quickly went to God in prayer and requesting and pleading with him to help remove that, that selfish attitude from me because I don't want it. It tires me out. It causes me grief. And that is not the life that God has for me. So when I meditate on his word, and meditate on the fact that I am living in my flesh instead of living in the spirit. It corrects itself. God comforts me. He empowers me. He strengthens me. He guides me. And he leads me to a life of peace instead of a life of destruction. So I'm hoping that there's something that I said that you can resonate with or relate to. And if it is, if it has been um, enlightening to you, you know, I pray that you will ask God to correct that type of behavior and correct that type of thinking in your life. And if you know someone that might need to hear this, share it with them, because I know it's making a major difference in my life when I remind myself that God should be the center of my life. And only him in the center because he gives me everything that I need if I'm focusing on him and focusing on loving and serving his people. So God bless you and God bless anyone that is changing their lives because of God's word and God's message in this episode. Until the next time, good mental health, good spiritual health and good physical health. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and if you do, or if you did, (laughs) share this with others on your social media and I would love it if you decide to go onto Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review on this episode or other episodes that you've heard on this podcast. It just helps me get the message and the word out a little bit more. All right. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to contact me, you can reach me on my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com or 
I'm on Twitter at Akayami Listens and on Instagram at Akayami McCoy. Y'all take care. Be blessed.